Hi, this is Kate Luzio, founder and CEO of Luminary, New York's premier collaboration space for women who are passionate about professional development and expanding their networks. Welcome to Come Sit at Our Table, our Be a Luminary podcast. During our podcast, we'll speak to luminous leaders, exploring how they're inviting others to their table and exemplifying luminary behavior in their personal and professional lives. We welcome you to listen and come sit at our table. Welcome to the first episode of Come Sit at Our Table, our Be a Luminary podcast. Uh, This is Kate Luzio, founder and CEO of Luminary. And our first amazing and incredible guest is Michelle Cordero Grant, the founder and CEO of Lively. So welcome, Michelle. Thanks for being on our first podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be number one in the list. Thank you. The reason we chose you, number one, you, um, you're an incredible founder and what you're building with Lively, but two, you've been just a remarkable advocate of what I'm building at Luminary and what we're building within our community and have really made a seat at the table for me as you've introduced me to so many incredible other women that you thought might want to get involved in Luminary. Just again, just being an advocate for women supporting women. And so kind of true to the name of the podcast, Come Sit at Our Table, um, it would be great to hear a little bit about you, your story and lively, and then we'll get into some amazing questions. So the audience can learn a little bit more about you and what you're doing to really be a luminary. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, So my story is I grew up in the middle of Pennsylvania. Um, I'm the daughter of two Indian immigrant parents, and I grew up in a place where there was one Indian family. It was mine. Um, So a lot of my (laughs) early life was spent, you know, really trying to trying to find, you know, where um, I was happy. And ultimately, I had this misconception success for me needed to be doctor, lawyer, investment banker. So I think those two, you know, obstacles and opportunities for me growing up really shaped who I am today. One, you know, I was trying to go on this path of what I felt was, quote, unquote, um, what you had to do. And two, I just didn't find my my space, my happy place. And so I came to New York, I had amazing jobs in retail, I worked for, uh, you know, Macy's and Victoria's Secret and these incredible brands. Um, but still, I just didn't feel, you know, a place where I belonged, I was accepted, and I was constantly like striving um, for this. And yeah. And then, you know, one day I met my husband, and, and we got married, and I looked at him, and I was like, well, this is amazing. This guy likes me, likes the good of me, likes the bad of me. <laughs> and like, in my worst moments, he's still excited to be next to me. And why? Um, and I did a lot of self-reflection in my mid-20s and realized it's because of my human uniqueness. It's because I am, you know, as a human being, we all are individuals. And that at the end of the day is our superhuman power. And I should stop trying to be like the people around me. And I should stop trying to match the marketing campaigns. And I should stop trying to follow the quote unquote um, path and instead create my own. And as soon as I did that, I got to tell you, the world completely shifted for me. I carried myself differently. I thought differently. I looked at my friends and my family differently. And I truly became happy. (laughs) Yeah. And so then I decided, well, that is my life's mission to see other women carry themselves, live and breathe 
the way that I started to, and ultimately spend the majority of their day not just sitting at a nine to five or nine to nine job as you do in New York City, but actually spend their day living their passion and finding and seeking fulfillment. And that is lively. And lively is truly, I feel incredibly unique in what you're building because some would say, well, it's a, it's yeah. an intimates brand. It's an underwear brand, but really when you get down to it, it's a community of women that share this just again, this, they're a like-minded community of women. Like when you look at the social media for lively, when you look at the website, it's these women that are rallying around each other and, and offering support and advice. And it's, it's so positive. It's, it's really unbelievable when you look at some of the other brands out there that it's become such a positive reinforcement about how to look and how to love oh, your thank body. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Honestly, you know, I, have always been a big proponent and believer in brand. And I think the power of brand is something that is, you know, recently more and more overlooked. But if you think about what a brand can do, it actually impacts human psyche, it impacts human beings. And it's not the proprietary of the product the brand selling, it's the proprietary equity of the brand itself. And for us, you know, we believe that lively as a brand, when women see that word, when they put on the product or when they come to an event, they feel passion, purpose, and confidence. They don't just see bras, they see each other. Absolutely. And they, and they see that there's like, to your earlier point, I love how you said my own human uniqueness, yep. right? That's such a, it's a terminology you don't often hear. I think you hear a lot, own it and own your authenticity and be that person, but human uniqueness, right? Is, um, and that's what li the lively ambassadors in the lively community are, are really embodying and when I see the brand, right? And it's again, it's about there's so much negative out there that you could do with particularly with social media where you've you've really built a, a brand on this community of women that that are on social media mm -hmm. to an extent. Absolutely. Yeah. Social media was the launch pad for lively in the early days, without a doubt, and continues to be a big part of our sustain. Unbelievable. So when you think about um, as you've grown in your career and you've, you know, this incredible background, it's not like you kind of walked out of college and decided you were going to start this. You've got a really great resume behind you and then decided you were going to do this. You had great support, like you said, from your husband um, and, the, and the, your support network around you. But how do you see women continuing to advance in their career as, as we keep hearing women supporting women? How are you helping to advance women in their careers as you continue to advance yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think it's honestly, I think about, you know, the day you and I met and how we literally clicked within a 24 hour span. Yeah, <laughs> right? We did. I mean, on a speechless yeah. in Sun Valley. <laughs> yep. It, it honestly, I think it just comes naturally in the fact that when I look back at how I, uh, you know, kind of navigated my career is because I was really fortunate that I had amazing female leaders that took me under their wing and pushed me to the forefront and really encouraged me um, to get out there and, and stretch myself career wise. And, you know, as I started to find success, I realized there was a lot of a lot of women around me that just weren't um, pushing themselves, they were living in their safe space. And they were really just going for roles that they were comfortable with and jobs that they were comfortable with, but 
not necessarily doing things that truly made them happy. And I just kind of felt like it was this unfair advantage that I had that I got to work and do and live in a space that I love. Frankly, I just wanted to see more women do that. I wanted to see more women at brunch having mimosas, not complaining, but actually like cheering and championing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to do more. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, as I, you know, New York always had this stigma to me as as it's this like cold, hard city. But frankly, it's been this pay it forward, completely, you know, supportive community, especially in the startup environment. And the more that, uh, you know, people have really kind of reached their hand out to help me, the more that I want to help others, because frankly, the success around, you know, all of us is going to lift all tides, right? So it's not just about one of us leading and succeeding. It's about what we do together and with one another that really lifts the whole community. So who in your journey thus far, particularly as you enter this sort of the entrepreneurial phase, who has been that that most critical and I'll say it because you talked a little bit about your husband, but let's mm-hmm. a woman that has been that maybe she's a luminary to you. Who has been a critical person along your journey that's been there um, from the beginning or it doesn't have to be from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, wow, gosh. I feel like there's there's a few. Um, you know, there's uh, Caroline Limper uh, Levy. She's a, a woman who introduced me to my first investor. Um, who is, you know, my manufacturer and is just critical to what Lively is today. Um, Rebecca Minkoff, who is someone that I looked up to and literally had carried my first Rebecca Minkoff handbag into my interview with Victoria's Secret, reached out and uh, after one event had just basically been an open door, open email, open text, whatever I've needed um, to to kind of giving me the support to continue on. Um, and then I look at Noah, who introduced you and I, right? She's, a, she's an entrepreneur yeah. who I met literally the first month that Lively started. We had a quote unquote meeting at SoulCycle <laughs> and we didn't see each other for, for two years, yet we kept in contact over email and text and she just continued to be a support system for me. So it's, it's just constant. There's so many women around me that have been um, a light. And then I really think back to my bosses, you know, even women that I worked for at Victoria's Secret that were at my wedding um, and women for my career prior, they're, they're there, they're a phone call and they're an email away. No, I, it's, it's great. I mean, I think it's so amazing when you think about the small world that, that it is, you know, as a, as a former very long-term banker, I, I felt like that world was really big. And then when I joined this, the ranks of the entrepreneur, this world completely opened up. And so you introduced me to Caroline, who's just been incredible. Rebecca Minkoff, we've been working with here and we've launched the female founders day with her. And she's again, she's really walking the walk and Noah, Noah Reese, who runs the Nook online. Again, I think this is, we have such an amazing movement around us that's happening and being part of it is not only enjoyable, it's sort of like, it's our, it's our privilege to go out there and continue to build what we we've already built yeah. upon, right? It's not just the woman, the, the year of the woman, um, which we heard about last year because of all the women elected right. into Congress. This is the yes. era of the woman, right? And I think it's, um, it's, it's exciting. I, I think we got to continue to do yeah. more. 
Um, and one of the things that, you know, we are constantly reminded of is that there aren't enough women Correct. at the table, right? It's, again, it's one of the reasons why it's, it's our yeah. hashtag, right? Because we want to be welcoming and inclusive and bringing everyone to the table because there are more than enough seats. How are you inviting others to the table? I mean, you now have a huge <laughs> voice, right? In not just the intimates world and fashion apparel, but just this female and women's empowerment and the business. Sure. Sure. You know, we, we really try to ingrain it into part of our general brand experience. So I'll give you a couple examples. When we uh, were launching our, our um, partnership with Nordstrom, Nordstrom has this an amazing event called Nordstrom live. And it's typically, you know, each brand does a runway show, whether it's rag and bone or something neighbor, whoever it is, they have these beautiful runway shows for the Nordstrom um, corporate environment and, and press. And I said, I was like, you know what? We're not going to do a runway show, but we're going to bring our ambassadors and the women in our community to this event and let them have a platform to share what they do. Now, these are girls that are starting their own companies, Fit, you know, FPC, Fit Pregnancy Club with, um, you know, Carolina or, you know, Fitnick that's working on her platform around fitness and dance. We're using our brand awareness to now raise up other women with their new brands. You know, you and I have connected on a lot of these female founders where it's whether it's men with you know Santem or um you know Belfort yes. it's together just you know like your platform says so consistently as we're growing and as we're finding success bring others along with us um and that is basically what we try to do in every facet of the brand whether it's email or social or events yeah, I think, you know, you kind of you talked a little bit about just some of the, the women that have been at the table with mm -hmm. you, right? And I think we're seeing more and more. Um, and it is, it's, it's about walking the walk and actually doing it. And I'm, again, as a newer entrepreneur into this, it's, it's been pleasantly surprising to see how many, how much support there is out there. If you had to say there was one person who sort of maybe this was at Victoria's Secret, I don't know, but who kind of brought you to the table or you really felt like I'm, I'm here, I'm not afraid to use my voice. I'm, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to lead. I'm going to use my passion and my purpose. Who was that person that really brought you to the table? It doesn't have sure. to be a woman. Yeah, um, I would say it was probably uh, Pia Ferraro, who was a, she was the CEO of Victoria's Secret Direct when I was at Victoria's Secret. And I, you know, obviously have a, a loud voice and am very passionate as a human <laughs> being. And I would constantly be thinking about, you know, oh, how do we become like web first or digital first and so forth. But, you know, she's, I think she realized that, you know, I was really passionate about seeing not just the business thrive, but also the people around me. And she, and she opened um, this experience up into an, an associate opinion survey, which, you know, on it, it's an HR support system and so forth for employees to get their voice heard. But what was interesting is she brought me into the process of how to make it better and how to make different parts of the business run better. And mind you, you know, I'm like an assistant and associate at this time. I'm not an executive. Um, and she right. she brought me into her office and asked me questions and let me be a part of these processes and let me present in front of the company. And that just kind of created a whole new element of confidence for me because I'm looking at this woman who is obviously someone I adore and, and striving to be one in my career, she's taking a minute to actually talk to me and to me, right? 
So I, I would say that that moment for me, and I remember it so crystal clear, like I actually cried at, like tears of joy that day because I'm like, wow, she's yeah. recognizing me. For some reason, she's recognizing me. And that's when you have to self-reflect and ask yourself why. Um, and, and it's because she saw like a light or she saw something interesting. And I'm sure she did that with so many other people, right? In individual moments. But those are the moments that you carry with you. Another one would be Karen Machula. This is when I was about 22 years old. She took me to Asia. And this is, you know, a place where we're creating product and negotiating pricing. She put me in a room with a vendor and she goes, Michelle, you negotiate, you come out in a couple of hours and, and, you know, we'll talk about how, how everything's going. But she let me lead these negotiations, these conversations at an early point in my career that frankly, I probably wasn't qualified for, but she knew I had, she knew I had the ability to stretch to it. And I think that's what we need to do more as women is understand that we don't need to be qualified. We don't need to be experienced. We just need to try. And do you think, and again, both of those examples are, are great examples of, of two women really that you, a role model behavior, mm -hmm. right? That saw talent in someone that knew that there was something about you for probably for lots of different reasons and gave you those opportunities. But part of that is on both of their parts and yours too, because you were younger and growing and developing is that mm -hmm. risk taking, right? Is saying, I'm going to put this woman out there and she may or may not succeed. She may or may not fail, but I'm giving her this opportunity. And I think that is something we as women, and I generalize, but are still this, you know, should I take a risk? Should I not do it? Do I have the ability to, should I, do I have the confidence? And it seems like those two women and those examples were like, she's got it. She's going to learn fast. And I'm, I'm going to be there to help her develop along Correct. the way. Yes, exactly. And I think, you know, one of the things that people constantly ask me is what are the biggest um, obstacles that we as women face? And frankly, sometimes I, sometimes I think it's just our own fears. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I do. I think we get mm -hmm. in our own way. And that's some of that's just innate yeah. in women. But I think, you know, being you took a huge risk by starting your own company, right? You take a risk by marrying yeah. someone, you know, you take a risk by having children. I mean, I think life is all about that. It's what you do with those risks. That's the most important. Um, and, you know, it's really exciting to see so many women, I think, finally kind of raising their hands and saying, yes. I want more. Yes, exactly. Um, but when you, so, so using those a couple of examples and what do you think is the best advice you've ever received in your sort of, as you've managed your career advancement? I would say you're only as good as your team. Um, because especially in the world of entrepreneurship, there's a lot of, I, I'm going to do this. I'm a founder. I, 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 but it's not just, there is not one person doing it all. <laughs> you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And you're only as good as, you know, how much you empower the people that are coming along the ride with you. So that's something I learned really early on. And it's, I think it has been a major part of what's made Lively successful, the team. And what, a, what about the best advice you give out when asked? Because I'm sure you get a lot of the, hey, can we have a coffee? Hey, can I talk to you about how you started the company? Hey, can you do yeah, my podcast? Yeah. Um, so the first one I would say, which is a little bit more ambiguous is don't accept the world for the way that it is change it. 
Um, and it's something we say a lot in lively because it's always like, uh, you know, we, I've faced so many moments where they were just like, Michelle, no, Michelle, you can. And my answer would be, we can, let's just keep going until we figure out how. <laughs> and um, so I think that's number one. I think something more tangible though is, when you're, you know, sitting and thinking about, oh, how do I bridge passion and purpose in my life, then start to think about what you dream about and change that word dream into goals. Because that's what I did. You know, I was dreaming for years about having my own company, being my own boss, creating a mark in the world. But as soon as I changed that idea of dream to goal, I started to take steps and I could start to formulate a plan and I was moving towards something. Um, and that is, for me, the thing that has made me the most effective is like, I don't know step four and five. I know step one and maybe two, but I'm going to figure out three and four and five along the way. Yeah, you're going to get there. I love that. That should be a, a new hashtag, dreams <laughs> to goals or dreams yes. into goals. I like that. Um, no, that's, that's and, and you talked, you know, in the beginning, and I'm going to switch it a little bit, just because, listen, we are women, and we are supporting one another. And there's so much out there, as we talked about this woman, this incredible movement. But we can't do it alone, right? We can't do it by just being women, we have to bring and I'm very passionate mm -hmm. about this, you know, this about bringing men along yep. the journey. Um, and, and into that conversation so they can help us change the world, so they can understand what our goals are and how we can combat some of the, the stuff like equal pay and, and, and the, you know, managing ourselves through the pipeline. So your husband clearly was important and I've met him and he's a wonderful man and is obviously super supportive. But what, in what ways are men important in not only your journey, but lively? Sure. Journey? Yeah. Look, I mean, I have a daughter and I want her to love her father and, and look at men the way that I did. My father was such a huge role model for me and still is today. And, you know, frankly, I grew up in a whole household where both of my parents worked and they were equals. Um, and, and that was a very great way for me to kind of, you know, build a company and realize that it's not just about men, it's not just about women, it's about what we do synergistically to support one another. So with Lively, you know, that is, that is a lot of what we believe, you know, we think there's a lot of room for women to become equal in the world holistically. Um, but for that to happen, you have to partner men into the conversation and educate them um, as to why and how. And then that support will come and it, it'll really help push other women to the forefront. I'll look at like my business, for example, right? My first investor is a man and he is the CEO of a lingerie manufacturing company that's 70 years old. And he realized that for us to be successful, we need to create products that are made by women for women. That is a man supporting women, <laughs> right? Um, becoming entrepreneurs, completely becoming, um, leaders, successful. successful, creating jobs. Our entire organization at Lively is all female. Doesn't mean that we don't want men along with us, but we know we need to create more roles for women. <laughs> so um, having men that understand that will only just broaden the goals that we have to you know, close gender pay gap, et cetera. No, I think it's, you know, we obviously were a women's organization as well. And I think that is um, the, the, the 
you know, we work with companies and corporations. And when we, when we talk about that, that's exactly what we say. And I think when you put it in the simple language and you kind of go through some of the statistics and, and where we're at today, where we, where we need to be tomorrow, it's not hard yeah. to get, right? And here's just, you know, just one example of this investor who said, you know what, I, number one, he saw a great business in you, right? And that's kind of, that, at the end of the day, that's really important. And I think secondarily, he's like, but this is a phenomenal woman that can lead a great company um, to something, you know, who knows where you go, right? Um, which is, again, I think when you have that support, when you have that foundation, it can only make things totally. better, right? Um, well, listen, um, we want to keep these as short as possible because we know people commute and we want them to listen to it and especially our luminary community. But I'll find our final question is really in your life, who is your ultimate luminary? Whoa. <laughs> who is my ultimate luminary? Oh my goodness. Well, can I name two? <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Since you're yes. our first guest, you can um, name two. Yes. <laughs> number one is you, lady. I mean, I have to Aww. say that I was blown away when we met and you told me your story, but then you immediately started to spend the time to understand who I were, I was as a human, what my passions were. And you even went as far, which I think the audience will appreciate, as to ski with me, even though I told you I was terrified. <laughs> I hadn't skied in years. And you decided to take your only afternoon in Sun Valley and support me and say, well, I'm going to ski behind you. And literally, for everyone listening, Kate skied like two feet behind <laughs> me the entire afternoon so that I feel comfortable. <laughs> that is like phenomenal to someone that she had known for like 12 hours, mind you. <laughs> so I think just what you've done and what you've built is just incredible and you should be really proud. Um, the other person that I would say as an ultimate luminary, like a role model for me that I've always um, kind of kept kind of near and dear to my heart is outside of my mother, of course, um, is Diane von Furstenberg. And the reason I mention her is because she created a brand um, decades upon decades ago and has stayed so true to what she initially concepted, like from her core values, what the brand stands for and navigated through so many economic environments, has rebranded, has relaunched her company. But at the end of the day, it still looks, feels, and impacts humans the way that it did early on. She was one of the first women to really think about, you know, having women become more courageous, uh, lead, et cetera. So, so she's my luminary. Well, she is a, a, a phenomenal example of a luminary. And um, just for everyone that is potentially listening, I didn't stay that close to Michelle. As soon as she got on those skis, she was like a bullet going down the <laughs> slope. So uh, she didn't, she didn't need any of my help, but it was, um, it was, I think that's the, that's the power of women kind of coming together, especially in smaller groups when they can learn about one another and take the time to understand each other. And you create real relationships out of that. And I'm really lucky that we met and um, I've created a, not just a, a relationship, but a friendship. So Michelle Cordero Grant, founder and CEO of Lively. If you don't know it, um, you better um, try on a few of their amazing bras, which uh, by the way, I'm a convert um, at Wear Lively. 
And thank you for sitting at our table today and for being a real luminary. Thank you. This has been such a great chat and a lot of fun. So thank you. Thanks, Michelle.